0: The first thought that enters my head is oh "Oh, crap, he really could have gotten snatched. Welcome back to another episode of The Hawk's Lounge, a podcast dedicated to storytelling, learning, and uplifting content creators. I am your host, Hawk, and today I will share a story about a bad experience I had and what I learned from it. The theme behind this episode is learning how to overcome bad experiences. To do that, I will use the following steps. Number one, learn from the situation. Number two, Lose any animosity or negative feelings towards the situation. And number three, move on because better days are ahead. With that being said, the story of this episode is part two of a two-part episode series with both episodes taking place at the same location but just at different times. If you haven't heard part one, I suggest you do that because it provides some context as to why and where the stories take place, but in this episode I will give a brief explanation just in case you haven't heard it. With that being said, let's travel to Washington DC so I can explain why I dislike the buddy system. As mentioned in the previous episode, I had the opportunity to go to Washington, D.C. in middle school because of the close-up Washington, D.C. program. A brief explanation of the program, middle school and high schoolers across the country get to tour Washington, D.C. and learn more about democracy for the price of about $1,000. Due to the sheer volume of students, the program required every student to have a buddy. The one and only rule that pertained to the buddy system was to always stay with your buddy. So if one kid got lost, the other kid would either know where to go or they would both be lost. But the buddy system was pretty reasonable, you know? There is safety in numbers two heads is better than one and it just so happened that my buddy was in my friend group so I thought nothing about it because we were cool with each other and we talked all the time. When it came to touring Washington DC and the various monuments, exhibits, and museums, I thought we would still be on the same page like we normally were all the time. However... This was as far from the truth as it could have been from the moment we arrived at our first destination. We visited a museum and learned about the history behind it. Then we were given free time to explore and learn more. That was typically how the close up program operated. They would take you to a destination, you would learn about it. You were given free time to either go learn more or to take pictures and be a tourist, essentially. Now, for the museum that we did visit, I personally wasn't that interested in it. But, you know, being that my parents paid close to $1,000 for me to be there, I was interested in it. So once when we got our free time announcement, I asked my buddy, Hey, yo, what spot do you want to look over again? And he didn't even look at me. He just said, I don't really want to look at anything. This is pretty boring. Then he pulled out his tablet and started playing games on it right where he was standing. At the time, I wasn't that interested in the museum and I didn't want to break the rules. So I stayed with my buddy while he played on his tablet for the remainder of our free time. I found nothing wrong with this until we arrived at our next destination where I was genuinely interested in the history behind it. So we learned more about, you know, the exhibit that we were at and we were given our free time. So I looked over and told my buddy, I want to go look at this one thing over again. I thought it was pretty cool. And he turned to me and said, I, but walk slow because I'm close to beating this level. And after you're done looking at whatever, let's go find an outlet. I need to charge my tablet. We arrived at whatever I wanted to look at. And I began reading the plaque with all the information detailing the events. When five minutes went by, my buddy said, yo, we need to find that outlet. I need to charge my tablet. It's on 5%. And he takes off looking for an outlet before I could say anything else. Being the goody two shoes I was, I followed him to the outlet where we sat for the remainder of our free time. And I didn't mention this before, but our free time was usually between an hour to an hour and 30 minutes. So essentially that meant that I only got to look at that exhibit again for five minutes and for either 55 minutes or more, we sat by that outlet waiting for his tablet to charge. So the day ends and we head back to the hotel, go to sleep and wake up the next day. I think that today will be more eventful than yesterday and we won't be sitting by an outlet during our free time. I was sorely mistaken because every day after the first day was the same journey to find an outlet and put a lease on it for the remainder of our free time. It was like we were on life support and needed an outlet, any outlet, to survive. As I mentioned before in the previous episode, the trip itself was about five days long, and we spent half of our time setting up camp by outlets across Washington, D.C. The fifth and final day had arrived, and I was getting pretty fed up with sitting by outlets every day. And being that this was the last day of the program, our schedule was cut in half to account for making our flights back home. The only destination we went to that day was a mall with a museum inside of it. We finished learning about all the exhibits inside of the museum, and we were given our final free time. I go to look at my buddy once we're allowed to leave, and he's already booking it to an outlet. And being that I was accustomed to doing this, I just followed him, sat down, but then I had a thought that went a little something like, we've done this. Every day of the trip. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with me for staying with him this whole time? Wait, I should just leave him. This is the last day. He's not going to move from this spot until it's time to go, so I might as well just leave him. So I did exactly that I ditched him. And explored every conceivable inch of that mall. Yeah, I was worried that he could have gotten kidnapped while I was away, but honestly he should have been following me, you know? I walked around the mall for about 45 minutes making sure I saw everything that I wanted to and then some. Since we had about an hour of free time, I decided to split my time up into two different periods. The first period, was going to be 45 minutes long, and I was going to tour as much of the mall as I could. And the last period would be the 15 minutes to go back to my buddy and meet up with the rest of the group so we can catch our flights back home. So I start walking around the mall, checking out every store there. I stop at a gift shop because I wanted to buy a souvenir and bring it home. After I buy my souvenir, I decide to keep walking around and I check the time and my 45 minutes is almost up. So I go back to the spot where my buddy was sitting and he was gone. But his tablet was still there charging by the outlet. The first thought that enters my head is, oh crap, he really could have gotten snatched. His tablet is his lifeline and he left it? So I started to panic like crazy and everyone that walked by looked suspicious to me. I didn't know what to do, so I went to the bathroom. I figured I needed an empty bladder if I was going to solve this case, but once when I came out of the bathroom and headed to the outlet where he was sitting, I found nothing. His tablet wasn't there anymore, so I'm starting to panic. My heart beats racing because I don't know what happened. I don't know if somebody decided to cover their tracks because they realized that I came back. I don't know. I am bewildered at this moment. And I checked the time and noticed that I have about 10 minutes left of my free time. So I sprinted. No, no, I didn't. I walked with a heightened sense of urgency throughout the area he was sitting. I checked every store and every exhibit that was in the vicinity looking for anyone who would have looked like they just took a child. Whoever or whatever that might look like is beyond me, but at the time, I figured I would know it when I see it. So I'm frantically searching for him, and with each passing minute, my heart is filling up with dread, and I kept getting hit with the revelation. Crap, I I left him, him and someone someone snatched him. him. I keep searching, then I check the time, and I have close to two minutes left, until I'm supposed to meet up with the group so we could go home. And at that moment, I decided to stop searching and just head to the meetup spot. Because I figured I might as well let somebody know that I can't find him. I don't know where he is. On the way there, I think of what I'm going to say when the others realize that I don't have my buddy with me. So I was coming up with stories out the wazoo. I came up with excuses like, I went to the bathroom and he disappeared. I went to go get something to eat and he wasn't there. I went to buy a souvenir for my family and he was gone. I was coming up with any excuse other than just telling them the truth that I ditched him because that would be breaking the rules and I'm not known to do that. So I finally arrived at the meetup spot by myself and the very few people who had already arrived asked me, where's your buddy? Right as I was going to give them one of the excuses I had come up with, I heard, oh, never mind, he's right there. I turned around ever so slowly, and there he was, walking with a group of kids. There were a few things that I learned from this experience. The first one, you can't rely on others to help you enjoy something. You have to help yourself sometimes. I had to recognize the part that I played and think about what I could have done to have the situation turn out different than it did. The second thing that I realized is that there are many ways to handle a situation. The main thing that didn't make this trip as enjoyable as it could have been was because I was letting myself not be intrigued, be interested in all the museums, monuments, and exhibits that we visited, because I would would force myself to hang around my buddy because of the buddy rule. But this could have been handled in a much better way. It could have been better communication on my part, which probably would have avoided this situation entirely. I could have just asked for a compromise, like, okay, we'll, we'll look at this one thing for maybe 15 minutes, And then we could go and charge your tablet for the remaining. Or I could have just left my buddy from the start and run the risk of him getting kidnapped or lost. I could have told one of the proctors of the event to get me a new buddy or figure out some sort of system that would work. Or I could have did what I did and miss out on experiencing the full trip by sticking around my buddy by the outlet. The third thing that I learned is that in order to live a little, you've got to break the rules. I'm not saying to abandon every rule if it's an inconvenience to you because there are rules that are set in place for a reason, but sometimes it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission, but use your good judgment on when to apply that. The fourth and final thing that I learned is to know when to stand your ground and when to compromise. I fooled myself into thinking that this experience was terrible because I was restricted by my buddy, but when in reality, if I had stood my ground, this situation wouldn't have occurred, and I don't blame him for my bad experience and how I framed it mentally. I blame my inability to problem solve for this situation occurring. If you enjoyed this episode, I highly recommend that you follow the Hawks Lounge Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Become a member of the flock by subscribing to the YouTube channel and turning on post notifications. And, if you feel so inclined, join the Discord for a chance to share your stories. If you or somebody you know has a business or is a content creator, please feel free to fill out the corresponding forms below. For a shout out at the end of an episode. With all of that being said, I appreciate you for taking time out of your day to listen to the story today. Stay tuned for the next episode. Until then, thank you and have a great week.